Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 53, Processing Emotion. When my first two kids were really little, I made a book of emotions for them. I took pictures of them when they were sad, happy, frustrated, angry, excited, etc. <laughs> and I made a very simple book with facial expressions to help them name their feelings. I have no idea where that book is now. That was almost 20 years ago, right? But sometimes, even as an adult, I feel like I need a manual when it comes to understanding emotions, figuring out why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, understanding other people's emotions, etc. So let's talk about why we have emotions. What is the purpose of emotions? Well, emotions communicate our needs. When we're feeling something, it's because something is important. We've talked about how our feelings lead to actions and emotions lead us to decisions. Emotions give us information about what we're experiencing and what actions to take. For example, if we're feeling angry, it's probably because we're not getting something we want or getting something we don't want, or our boundaries are being breached, right? Or if we're feeling envy, it's because we wish we had something someone else has. Another thing emotions do so well is connect us with ourselves and with other people. I also want to point out there are no good or bad emotions. Emotions are neutral. It's what we do with our emotions that really matters. Many times we get caught up in a meta emotions where we are ashamed of feeling sad or angry about feeling ashamed. We have feelings about our feelings. <laughs> your emotions do not define you. You are not your emotions. You are just experiencing them. So if you find yourself describing yourself as an anxious person or an angry person, delete that thought. You're not an anxious person. You're feeling anxious. You're not an angry person. You're feeling anger. You're not a coward. You're just feeling fear. The ability to feel your emotions and process them is related to better mental health, better decisions, better memory, and all around general well-being. When we don't allow ourselves to feel our feelings and we resist them, it's like holding a beach ball under the water. You know how it is? Like you try to push it under the water and it's just the feelings won't go away. And eventually that beach ball is going to pop right back up. The more you resist your feelings, the more they persist. Eventually, the feelings will manifest themselves negatively, either physically or emotionally. Not processing emotions leads to unhealthy behaviors also, like lashing out at people, stress eating, etc. So we really do need to process our emotions. It's essential for health. It's also essential for creativity, right? Here are some healthy ways to process your emotions. Number one, first identify the feeling. And sometimes this is pretty hard. <laughs> you have to stop and think. Name the emotion. Ask yourself, what feelings do I have? What does my body feel like? Where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my stomach, my head, my throat, my chest? What thoughts am I having that might help me understand what I'm feeling? What is this emotion trying to tell me? If this emotion could speak, what would it say? <laughs> What brought this emotion up? What did I just experience, see, or think before I started feeling this emotion? Am I judging my thoughts or my feelings? Am I having the urge to resist the feelings or run away from them? Why? Number two, once you have identified your feeling, stay with it. 
this is really tough, right? Tolerating difficult emotions is difficult. But emotions can't kill you. It's interesting how afraid we are of emotions and of feelings. They're just a vibration in our bodies. So name this feeling and then don't reject it. Let's say you're feeling anxiety. Embrace the anxiety. Perhaps even imagine yourself hugging the anxiety and saying something like, hello there, anxiety. I see you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. I see that you're here, anxiety. Number three, breathe. Breathe into the feeling and bring curiosity with the breath. Now ask yourself, can I handle this feeling? Why do I think I can't handle it? Do I think something bad will happen if I allow the feeling? How bad is this feeling on a scale of 1 to 10 where 1 is not bad at all and 10 is the absolute worst ever? Am I having physical symptoms to go along with my feeling? Like if it were anxiety, we might have heart palpitations or sweaty palms or we might be breathing fast. And what can I do to tolerate this feeling? How can I feel this feeling in a way that feels more comfortable? Also, it's okay to be uncomfortable. Number four, don't judge yourself for feeling what you're feeling. Be curious, not judgmental. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this? And give yourself permission to feel what you feel without the judgment. What you're feeling is not right or wrong. It's not bad or good. It just is. Number five, do something with the feeling. And you get to decide what works best for you. And I think it's really good to just experiment. Perhaps draw a picture of your feeling if you like to draw. Write in your journal if that's something that you like. Talk it out with a trusted friend. And you can either vent or you can talk it out and listen to what they have to say. Um, Exercise. Sometimes good heart-pounding exercise makes all the difference. Play music. Be mindful by really paying attention to your physical sensations. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to scream. Punch a pillow. Meditate. Rip paper. Walk in nature. Again, just experiment with what works for you and your emotions. Different things work for different people. Number six, seek to understand. All the questions I'm posing in this podcast will help you understand your emotions. Digging deeper into the why of it can be tough, and it can also be healing. Here are more questions you can ask yourself in order to better understand why you're feeling what you're feeling. Do I feel misunderstood? Do I feel unheard? Do I feel disrespected? How have I contributed to this feeling? Is this emotion related to childhood memories? Am I feeling this way because I'm resisting the emotion? Is there something I need to do right now that will help? Number seven, let go. This is extremely hard. But feelings are meant to share their message and then go after about 90 seconds. Remember the exercise I've mentioned several times on this podcast, 90 second feelings? What you do is set a timer for 90 seconds and allow yourself to feel all of the feelings, all of them, or all of the one feeling, feeling it fully and fully immersing yourself in that feeling. And after 90 seconds, the feeling will dissipate as long as you don't re-trigger it with your thoughts, right? If you're having a hard time letting it go, try taking deep breaths. And as you inhale, imagine your mind clearing out the thoughts. And as you exhale, imagine the emotion melting out of your body because it has completed its job. It's told you what you need to know. Once you have allowed yourself to feel your feelings, you may be spurred to action. 
Maybe you need to apologize to someone, or perhaps it's time to reestablish a boundary. Maybe you need to address distorted thinking by changing your narrative. Or maybe all the action you needed to take has been done by just feeling your feelings. So, as you prepare to process your emotions, be dauntless. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself. And (laughs) that's an emotion well worth processing. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.